Hello, test, 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 test. Hey, welcome, welcome to the second edition of Weekend Review. Weekend Review. Um, we're in a bit of a pickle right now. Um, Kenneth is trying to repair my microphone. There appears to be some kind of damaged part of the uh, USB <sighs> insert thing that you put the USB thing into. And uh, I think one of the prongs is damaged. And so, um, you know, if... Prongs? Uh, if, I thought this was called... I thought they were called shrimp, dude. Prongs? You, Kenneth is mistakenly thinks that I'm saying the word prawns. Oh, wait, what did you say? Which is a... Uh, it's a, a nice crustacean. Number. No, no, uh, it's, I'm talking about the prongs. Okay, look. Long story short, uh, we're... We're trying to repair the uh, the thing right now. It's really pissing me off. It's a hundred fifty dollar microphone that I got from Best Buy, and everybody that I, that I told that I bought a microphone from Best Buy made fun of me about it. But I mean, it works. So I mean, well, not currently. Maybe they. <clears throat> well, it did work. It, it sounded appeal. awesome. You heard the last episode. It sounded great. Appeal to the public. It did sound good actually. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna try to fix it. But if it doesn't work out, then uh, I guess the rest of the episode will sound exactly like this. And all further episodes will sound like this until further notice. I wish this thing had XLR input. Why? I guess it's because it's made to be a computer mic. That's why it's USB. It's made to be, yeah, it's made to be very simple. <sighs> that's, so, that's too bad. Plug and play. Do you think you can get it fixed or what? I don't know. Um, again, I can't really tell if it's... Well, actually, it does appear that it's broken. All let right. Me, let me turn the microphone upside down and see if we can get this piece to fall out. So let's go ahead and get out the plug for this microphone and hope we can score a sponsorship or something and maybe they'll send us a replacement. Uh, this is a blue giant microphone, uh, USB microphone, um, and it's, it is silver. And so I'd like to officially endorse, endorse on behalf of myself and my co-host yes. this product and any representative of the company that's listening, if you want to go ahead and just send me a new one for free. Because I don't have the money to buy one right now, so Can you, you know, in exchange for this uh, glowing endorsement, the what? The Shure USB. Okay. Cable. Whatever that may be. <clears throat> He's gonna try the, uh, the other. I USB. just want to see what what it feels like, what the fit uh, is. I don't know where. Actually, it's probably. Uh, that's that's the one we we're just looking at. Right. Oh man, I wonder what this. I wonder what this sounds like. Maybe this won't sound too bad. I'm gonna compress it real good. It used to sound pretty good when you guys record. Which just is, uh, just from the computer mic. mic. Yeah, I was always impressed. I've never done that. No, no, back in high school, totally. You guys all did that. Oh, but I mean, this—I mean, that was a different computer. I don't know. The first—the first MacBook I had had a much better. The white. Uh, yeah, this is white too. I think. Oh, I guess this is still MacBook Pro, right? Yeah, this is a MacBook Pro. I guess it doesn't have as good of a microphone. That's crazy. Though. They, this is the upper echelon of Macs. This I, is like this is the better components. I guess they put all their their like um, their know-how into the, the development of the shitty software. It's on it. it. Didn't pay much attention to the hardware, which is clearly inferior. It breaks when all you do is rip it out violently when you're drunk. All you have to you do to break, all you have to do to break these things is just thrash it around and like. I think that's bullshit. But I would like to uh, announce my official endorsement. Yes, yet. this is a great product. Yes, if we could get more like them, uh, yeah. preferably of the free variety. I believe this is a FREE uh, model. Uh, looks like it's probably the higher end one. Go go and go and send go ahead and send me and Kenneth a, a couple. Yeah, you can send one each. New new versions, and it actually, if we can get an upgrade, that might even be better. Like maybe one that doesn't. I mean, I like this one, but it seems to uh, break really easily. So if we get one that just wouldn't break and fucking just like we do its do its job. XLR version, and maybe like one that's vintage, that's like not so shitty. 
I mean, if we could just, if this company is, is even possible of understanding what it means to make a product that works, like, anyway, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm becoming enraged and kind of trailing off right here. Um, I don't really know what Ken is doing right now. I guess he's back there looking for just a the crowd, dude. flashlight. Well, I'm, flashlight. Flashlight. I do. Flashlight commercial for us. I, I, I will never do a flashlight commercial. This episode is brought to you by Fleshlight. I mean, it's number one selling sex toy. You're a big fan of you're a big fan of Joe Rogan, right? I'm a pretty big fan of Joe Rogan, but um, only sometimes. It's, it's real hit or miss for me. Let me close this. Let me close this window. That's making a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise from the window. Uh, well, Joe Rogan, like, I like his show, okay, but. As soon as he started becoming um, sponsored by Fleshlight, and he would just do these like, dude, that's like I the, told you, that was a long time ago. At the fifteen minutes at the top of it, yeah, we've never we've never talked about it on the podcast, you see. Yeah, but that's because I thought trying we to create had a settled. premise for. Huh? I, thought the, I thought the issue was settled. Well, I mean, we we settled it personally, but now we're on the world's the world stage. The world stage. This is this is a this is a ex- very exciting new medium. I don't have to tell you. I mean, podcasting is clearly the future. Yeah. Have you listened to Serial? <laughs> My girlfriend has. I believe we talked about that last week. Yeah, we did. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I have downloaded it, and it is my intention to listen to it. I just, I don't know. I listened to it peripherally, and I was like, I understand how this could be gripping, but God damn it, this sounds so depressing. I, I enjoy the, the occasional This American Life episode that turns out to be sort of a, I don't know, a heartstring puller. But I like This American Life because that's not every episode. And I think it's a, it can be a little draining. Yeah. She listened to all of them in one day. Just the, just the reality of it drains you? You like to escape to a world of fantasy? Shut up. Where racial prejudice is a thing of the past? Shut up. How dare you? No, I, that's not my... I, 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 I think it's a... I'm, messing, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm messing with you a little bit. Dude, I told you not to do that. That was in my contract. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm just going to cry, I guess. <laughs> I don't have much to You gonna cry? I'm cry. You gonna cry? Baby. <laughs> Wait, who's one? Who's crying? Why are you crying? Oh, baby gonna cry? <laughs> What's the matter though, baby? You gonna you cry? <laughs> this is a total role reversal. This is a mind fuck. It's called. You heard it here first. That's it's, called, it's called. It's called a surrealist uh, sketch a la Monty Python. <laughs> Apparently, you're not familiar with the work of Terry Gilliam uh, and the boys. Obviously, I am. Obviously. You're a big fan of uh, the Holy Grail, right? I've only actually ever seen that once, and it was with you. It was at your mom's house Good. long ago. Good segue. Um, Kenneth, do you remember that the intro to our first album, the album of our first band, mm-hmm. Serpico, Yeah. Uh, when we were 13 years old, right. was a clip from Monty Python and the Holy Grail? I think that I knew that, but uh, I didn't know it. You did it without consulting me. Not in a bad yeah. way, but... Uh, I had no idea what it was when I first heard it. No, I think my parents told me what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they didn't even know. Were they, they were down with it? Probably not. They weren't down with most things I did when we were in middle school, which is a funny thing to say because you're hardly a badass in middle school. <laughs> if your voice is just barely starting to change. You probably have dropping for the first time. Yeah. You sound like a total twat. You, like, I remember when, uh, for me, my, my sex drive turned on. It literally was like a nice. black and white moment. Like, yeah. it was it was one way, one one day. Yeah. And then never again the same. Childhood. I left childhood in oblivion. Who are you looking at? I wasn't even looking at anyone. It was just all of a sudden I was aware of the fact that I could look at people, and I was like, oh my god, what in the world? 
It shattered your fragile mind, huh? No, it expanded it. Yeah. But I could never go back to the ignorance of it. Uh, yeah, uh, sexual awakening is a weird thing. It is a weird thing, especially for boys, I think. I don't remember when it occurred to me. Do you remember doing any kind of strange experimental things um, when you were discovering your sexuality? Not really anything strange, no. I'd say it was all pretty normal. I put a thermometer in my ass one time. <laughs> That's dangerous. When I, when I was about eight years old. That's really young. Yeah, you weren't, you I was weren't. really turned on by it. Huh? You weren't going through sexual awakening at that point, were you? I don't know. I might, you uh, could have, I guess. I'm not sure. I remember, I just remember getting out of the pool and being like really horny or something and then like having a scenario in my head that I made up where like it was like a female nurse taking my temperature and I was naked and stuff. So Is wack, why you man. were swimming? Well, uh, you were after, after I got out of the pool, hmm. I was just like feeling good, I guess. What can I say? Nothing. I mean, uh, I, was, I guess it was because I was sticking my dick in the uh, suction kind of thing. Wait, is this a bit? Has it's not a bit. Has this transformed into a bit? Hey, I mean, uh, I'm celibate. Celibate, yeah. sell a lot. Just tell me how much it costs. I don't know. I'm 8-bit, so... 8-bits eight, eight to freedom, my friend. Yeah, it's true. And with that, I'd like to talk about uh, Sublime. The band. Yeah, yeah the, band, the band Sublime. This will be a pretty short conversation. <laughs> I think it's over now. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think that was know, perfect. No, Sublime reunited with a guy named Rome. Mm-hmm. He is a singer. I don't know much about him. He's a Hispanic American gentleman from Southern California. Did they reunite? Smokes a lot of weed. Well, I mean, the the original members plus uh, this dude right. Rome, and they sing his old songs and stuff. You know, I think Sublime is really good. I think Sublime is one of those bands that gets a bad. Re- Gets it. Please stop squeaking the fucking chair, man. Dude, you gotta keep some oil around here, then. I mean, what's that WD-40? WD-40 actually strips and removes oil. Is it, is it's so, a bad lubricant. Well, well, what do you need oil for, anyway? Different applications. Depends what the issue is. Is this mic, is this mic just fucked? <sighs> yeah. At this point, I, honestly, there's nothing we could do. We don't have the tools or the expertise to even begin to address whatever's wrong with it. Okay. If we were really cool, we would strip the USB port out of something that was also the same USB and then we would solder it in. Mm. That would be badass, but I have no idea how to do that and I definitely don't have the tools for it. Did you fuck it up more by uh No. Let's see here. Maybe this... Huh. It's missing a prong and I think it might have short-circuited hmm. when it was saying that message about how USB device was pulling too much electricity. If Basically, it, your computer's about to catch on fire. If anybody knows anything about electronics that can help me out, I really wish people would reach out more to us on uh, our new Tumblr page. I know that we just started, but come on. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I employed... I, 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 uh, what's the word? Implore? I implored people to uh, to send us like questions and, and stuff, but nobody did, you know? You I, I, wanted, you I wanted to answer some... No, I didn't get you didn't any, get anything? No, I didn't get anything. Oh, dude, I got like 50 messages. From really? Yeah, from the Tumblr thing. From from uh from Weekend Review? For, yeah. Regarding Weekend Review? Yeah. Oh shit, we could read some of yours, man. Yeah, of course. Are you are you kidding right now? No. Wait, you are kidding? No. I can't tell. You're make. Uh, I wish this was a video podcast. You could see the face that Kenneth is making. It's, it's, it's a bit contradictory. He looks he looks kind of mischievous, but also like a little you know a little knowing. I was gonna say uh, you know. Whacked out on goofballs. <laughs> Kenneth, out on goofballs. Kenneth had some goofballs earlier. I'd like to take a quick break and see what this sounds like. And I think that's a good idea. We'll be back in a second. We can review. We can review. 
and we're back. Uh, we we both prepared lists. I'd like to say that we're much more prepared than than last week. However, I still think after listening to the first episode, I think twice, I think that was really it was a good entrance. You know, I feel like we I'm, we made our mark. It's I'm, like the first, I'm really down with it. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like the <laughs> first time you go into prison. You know, like not that I have this experience, but movies have informed me that. You gotta have to walk into place and be real big, you know, and yeah. you have to like take someone down the first day. Puff your chest like, out. Yeah, like we did that in a podcast form. I think yeah, we we got we we worked we just blew off some of the steam, like got some yeah. of the gunk out. Yeah, you gotta you know when you you know when you uh, work on, the you know when you're working on a car and you got the uh, turbulator yeah the on the ins- on the inside of the the engines like on the side of the right engine block. Right next to block. the encephalofox. Exactly. Yeah, and you gotta like get it cranking because the turbine. What happens is the turbine gets like dehumidified. Right. So you gotta like run it back and do it two times. You gotta left, have to, two times left, two times right. right I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. And then you have to like make sure everything is right, like the precipitate and the solute, and you have to make sure that everything's irreverent and it's like juxtaposed to the circumnavigators. You know, like if that doesn't happen, you gotta, like, the car just won't go. And you gotta check your cumber fluid levels too. Oh my god, dude! But, but I have a story about that. Let's not but, turn this into yeah, car let's, talk. Let's not because. But uh, seriously, I'll have to tell you a story about my cumber fluid this one time. Okay. Unbelievable. unbelievable. But all in all, you think the first episode was pretty good? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, we, I, we had the we had the flow. I agree, man. Did you? What did anybody say to you about it? Um, I got quite a few responses. Uh, I know you you don't you didn't get any, but yeah, you gave me the admin privileges. Yeah, Sorry yeah. about the squeaking. You gave me admin privileges on the Facebook page and the Tumblr, and so I was accessing that, and I just went ahead and forwarded, like, all the emails and notifications and stuff to me. Cool. But I thought I created a rule in my inbox where anything that came from Facebook or Tumblr would automatically get forwarded to you. Okay. But now that I think about it, I was getting two notifications for every notification that was sent, so I probably accidentally just entered my own email address into that field by accident. So it was forwarding me the same email that I already received. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god! Don't you know nothing? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so dense, man. I just kind of you started talking about. You said something about uh, talking about uh, inboxes. Oh, you said about, you said Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter. So I got a bunch of responses from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter. We talked about this like ways too, didn't we? We talked about it briefly. We gotta keep an ongoing list. I'm gonna keep a notebook of all the stuff that we have talked about, and then never touch on those subjects again. I think just, that's a waste of time. That's I don't want to. I don't want us to turn into hacks, you know. You're you not gotta, gonna. You're not gonna you reference be, that book, though. It's not worth it. Well, well, oh, the notebook that I. We would, yeah, we would never go back to see if we already talked about something. Because how would we alphabet? Like, we, you'd have to guess what show it was on, and then you'd be like, I think it was on fifteen, maybe halfway here's, through. Here's what I do. Say all of a sudden I want to talk about bears. Okay. Uh, I would just yeah, I would alphabetize the entire thing and catalog it and keep like a rolodex of all the stuff we've talked about and then be like. Every every time I think about something to say, I'd be like, "Oh, uh, give me just one second, and then just like flip through the Rolodex, and then I'd be like, uh, "Oh yeah, okay, I guess uh, we could talk about bears now, because we never talked about that before." And then we could edit out the flips, the flipping sounds, or we could add like a bunch of reverb and delay effects and make it like a really experimental, like a Pink trippy, Floyd album trippy show, like a Timothy Leary album. Timothy Leary. Um, yeah. All right. So what what you got, man? Um. A few local tweets, you know, from friends and stuff. Um, a few tweets that I was surprised to get from uh, New Zealand. New Zealand? Yeah, apparently we have a few New Zealand listeners. That is really surprising. It's not Fly of the Concords, is it? Oh, uh, I'll lose I, my mind. I don't think so. It's by Billy Bob Boy. 
Um, Billy Bob Boy? Yeah, from New Zealand. Okay. Oh, so this is, okay, you're going to say one and then the next one. I thought oh, you meant both you, of them uh, sent the, the comment together. Oh, no, no, this is his handle. Okay. Um, he said, Jake, it sounds like you got a lot of knowledge about how to record stuff. Can you talk a little bit about your equipment? Okay, my, my equipment, my equipment setup. All right. Very interesting question. See, I have this fucking microphone that's called the Blue Yeti uh, USB plug-and-play something or other, and it's like the best microphone ever. It works all the time. There's never any problems with it, and it makes my podcast sound so fucking good. Like, you got to get it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, right now, it's not really working, um, but that's not to say that it's not an amazing product. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, and, and again, if anybody's listening from the Blue Company, I'd like to send me a replacement at uh, no charge because I feel those who have been cheated. I mean, not cheated uh, because your product is, is great. Uh, please send me a new microphone, and uh, I hope that answers your question. Cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, this is another one. This is actually a more local one. This is from Austell, Georgia. Okay. Uh, it says... It says um, Austell, I think I know that guy. Oh, uh, that's the location. Oh, all right. Okay. His actual handle is uh, Austellan... Austellan behave, something like that. Austellan behave? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Probably oh, answer too. Mm. Uh, he just said, uh, Jake, sounds like you're drinking beers. What what you drinking? What you drinking on? That's that's a great question as well. All right. <clears throat> let's talk about let's talk about uh, beer uh, beer for a while. Let's uh, okay. That's those are those those are fake. Is <laughs> it okay that I reveal that? Oh uh, well there's no choice now. Did I fuck up the did I fuck up the bit? No, no, it's all good. I, want, I just want to keep an air of uh, reality to this to this segment. You know? I got a call though, so hold on a sec. Okay, you, Kenneth, you, uh, you take the rain. Kenneth got a phone call. I'm going to take the reins real quick. You take the rain. Kenneth got a phone call. I'm going to take the reins real quick. And we're back. I try. I, I decided to take a break. I tried to take the reins and failed miserably. It was. Uh, a, I think this the show is the show is uh is like a bicycle. You know, we need both wheels to go. That's true. It's and, a two part vehicle. And Kenneth is Kenneth is obviously obviously the front wheel. You know, I was thinking uh, the picture that I made. You see the picture that I made of uh, yeah for, for the uh, for the first episode. Yeah, for for the uh, like uh, for the tumbler in the first episode and stuff. I made a picture that was um, a picture of Kenneth with his tiny little dog in his backpack, and I put my own head on it. It was really funny. It was a huge hit. I believe it got it three hit. or four likes. We hit a milestone in the the Facebook like uh, I guess the stratification of popularity that they have. Yeah. Like, oh, good job! You got ten likes. Oh, good job! You got fifty likes, and that got like a thousand likes or something. Funny you mentioned that. I gotta have that on my list, actually. Do you? What you know, it? you know, like when you see on on Facebook. Not to be, I'm not gonna be one of those guys that talks about Facebook, okay? And I'm also, I'm also not gonna be one of those guys that talks about how they're not gonna be one of those guys that talks about Facebook, you know? But I want to talk about Facebook, like just quickly, just real quickly. Uh, how, why is it that some people on Facebook, you notice like some people will post like a selfie that yeah. gets like 50 to a hundred likes yeah. or just, it'll just be like them with like them just sitting, you know, so mm -hmm. like good morning and they get tons and tons of likes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people get like 150 likes. Yeah. How, how does that happen? I've never had anywhere near that many number of likes. Honestly, they just have that many friends in real life. Honestly, I think it's a, a somewhat objective measure of attractiveness. You think so? As a, as a person, yeah. Because I think the more attractive you are, male or female, the more you're going to elicit from your friends on Facebook the simple act of recognizing that you made a post, which is the basis of all replies, uh, which is a like. It's like, oh yeah, I saw you. You look good. Because people are very driven to 
uh, aesthetics. People, people are very, <laughs> yeah. People are very visual. They are visual. It's just like how you know presidents are always attractive. Usually, I mean Jimmy Carter is like sexy, sexy man. You know, he's in good shape for how old he is. Richard Nixon, <sighs> not so attractive actually. I would, God, I would suck his dick through his boxers until he screamed. And then I don't, I don't know who that would be enjoyable I'd, for. I'd pull out that long, sweaty. <laughs> anyway, it was this off to we're getting off to to into a weird place now. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth, you 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 texted me. Or we were talking about the first episode on Facebook, and you said, um, "Could you please? Is it okay if you don't smoke while we do oh, our yeah. podcast?" Yeah, cigarettes. Because I'm sure you heard it last time. I was a little bit drunk, and you know, uh, and, and had been imbibing some uh, some weed for sure, and uh, just chain smoking the entire time. Yeah, so uh, you just smoked like half a pack. Yeah, I smoked so much. You can hear it uh, like throughout the whole thing. You go like, and, Jake, like, you can really hear it. Like I was so distracted. I was yeah. I was walking. I kept hearing the light flick, the yeah. lighter. You know, it's like the. And I'd be like, God, I just I'm trying to listen to this story. It's compelling. Yeah. And Jake's just back there. He's like, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like really distracting. So it was mainly the sounds. No. You, you found the you found the the smoke offensive too, right? Well, for me personally, being in the room, yeah, but only because Kenneth I feel is not a smoker. I'm not a smoker, and I feel like I feel like these this day and age with all our knowledge about cigarettes and everything, there's no real reason anyone should do it unless they're physically addicted. Yeah, it's definitely I fall under that category for sure. And I, I feel for you with that because I I actually did smoke cigarettes for like three months. No, not even that long. I was going to ask month. you. I've smoked cigarettes before, but it was always hand rolled. What was that like? Like what? what Dude, I totally understood why why you guys did it for so long. I was like, oh man, this is the the, the whole thing. The reason I got into it initially was because of uh, a hookah experience. Pad made a hook. Pad made a hook. Exactly. That little Wayne song. Shout out to Young Thug. Yeah, shout out. Um, Go on. Well, I just had never, you know, when they present tobacco in the hookah pipe it's like a very different presentation and you don't really think of it as a cigarette even though yeah. it's obviously the same thing but Erica and I started dating in December of like I want to say 2013 but now it was 2012 and um, we went to this place Cafe Istanbul mm-hmm. and we we, short, we shared a, a hookah and it was just like a really stimulating time because we, like, we were on a date and we weren't really together yet but we were just the two of us, and we were like smoking hookah and drinking alcoholic drinks and stuff. Yeah. And it was like very adult sounds very, feeling. Sounds very pleasant. It was, yeah. And so that amplified that feeling with the tobacco, and I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. And so for a bit, I did smoke cigarettes. It's um, you do get a buzz from hookah that's unlike cigarettes. You know, really? it's it's not as much of a. Uh, I don't know. I guess I compare it in a very in a very simple way. I compare it to like beer drunk versus wine drunk. Like cigarettes versus hookah. Mm. I don't know. A slight difference. Yeah, the buzz. And you also, I don't know, it's, you get, you, oh, the body high. You get like a body high. That's mainly what it is. That, it's weird though because it's so it's fleeting. Buzzing. It's so fleeting. Like it only lasts as long as you keep the draw. But it, ta- it tastes really good. Uh, to me. You can, you can pretend like you're in an opium den. I guess you're, if you want to pretend that, you can. Your fingernails are all long, you know. And you're like Asian all of a sudden. Yeah. Like those classic opium war pictures of the Chinese man just lounging with his huge pipe. It's just like, this is what I this is what I did yesterday. This is what I am doing today, and this is where you can find me tomorrow. Why were their fingernails so long? Um, just it was a refusal to cut. Simply put, historians yeah historians have noted perf- like specifically in the mid to late eighteen hundreds that uh, there was a general revolt. 
against all types of hygiene. And fingernails were just one of the easiest things to let go first. Hair takes longer to grow, beards take longer to grow, but you could pretty much show your, your, your status as an outcast and as a junkie by the simple act of letting your fingernails grow. Man, so they're like, they're like the first hippies. They're the first hippies. Yeah, the, unfortunately their drug of choice was a bit debilitating. Unlike LSD or marijuana or anything like that, those things are, at least I guess you could walk around. Yeah, opium, I've never done that, but the pictures and the reports lead me to believe that you basically don't want to do anything at all. I mean, I've never, you know, I've never done opium or any opiates or anything, but everybody that, that I know that, like, does pills and or, yeah. or shoots heroin or something, they're, like, the best people I've ever known, you know? They're very like, trustworthy. Really trustworthy, yeah. super honest. Yes, very much. Like, just really salt of the earth, like, good, good people. Usually, i found that they're volunteers, which is, you know, it's, yeah. it's good for the community, wherever they might be. You know, you'll see them at the local soup kitchens, you'll see them at the shelters, uh, changing out blankets, you'll see them at the uh, volunteer ward at the hospital taking care of minorly injured people and people who have, you know, head head colds, chest colds. It's They're usually so exhausted from all the community service they do that they'll just sometimes just, like, go to sleep. And fall asleep in a park, yeah. Just, like, fall asleep in a public park. It's, like, really endearing. It is. It's like, wow, there's a person who works so hard that they literally just couldn't make it home. Like, how often do we get to experience the tiredness or that we've earned like that? It's, it's, it's something, it's the nectar of the gods, my friend. I think so. But, uh, uh, uh anyway, okay, back to my original point. Like, right. because, uh, I don't want to blow smoke in your face and stuff, but if you okay. notice so far, uh, you haven't <clears throat> heard me smoking uh, during the podcast, I have something here that's going to help us both. What is it, Jake? Well, you can you take a look at what it is? I'm what, taking a look. What's it, what's, it looks, it look, what's it look like to you? Well, it just looks unremarkable. I mean, it looks like a child's lolly. Like a, it looks like a lollipop, right? Yeah, I would describe that as, as lollipop-like. It's a, it is a pink lollipop. What if I were to tell you that this is no ordinary lollipop? Well, I did notice that there's no brand name around the white stick. Which yeah, you usually see, you'd say like Jolly Rancher or... It's almost as if it was manufactured by someone in a basement huh. using chemicals. A la, a la Walter White. Well, look, can we have a short disclaimer here just to go ahead and acknowledge publicly that everything is comprised of chemicals, and so anyone who gets upset about certain types of chemicals should really check their privilege because you're living in an age where, you know, some chemicals have a bad name, but mm-hmm. honestly, life is lived through chemistry, and there's not, there's not a substance on Earth, there's not a substance in your body that isn't comprised of molecules that make up uh, chemicals. So I just want I want to get that out of the way so, so it's clear. Some chemicals save lives. We're not here to besmirch the name of chemicals or anybody no. who studies chemistry. Yeah. I'm in fact here specifically to praise it because what I hold aloft in my hand is what, uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's 8:45 p.m. It's if you guys wanted to know, it, it is 8:45 now, and Jake has been made aware of that by his phone. Yeah, it's because I work at night and I have to be at work at 10 p.m. But that's a story for another day. You don't have to work tonight, do you? Uh, uh, no, I don't have to work tonight. So that's, that's just, I, I guess I set it for every day by accident. Is that what the industry would call a superfluous alarm? Um, I mean, I'm not in the industry. I know you're not, but you read the magazines. I've you know I'm not? Yes, I am. I was kidding. Of course I'm in the industry. Dude. Are you kidding me? I bust my ass. I don't want to say anything, but I... I'm in the service industry, man. I'm a G. I, I mean, I work at this a crazy, crazy busy diner. I make so much money, like, I fucking sling pancakes like your mama was making potatoes, man. Dude, you know Guy Fieri. Don't even try. How do you, you say his name? Guy Fieri. Um, you have to pretend that you don't see the letters that make up his name and just hear it when you watch the show. Because if you saw it, you'd be like, Fieri? 
I mean, it's very simple. It's just fiat. Fiat. The R makes the T sound. The R makes the T sounds like sounds like a great hardcore band name. <laughs> the R makes the T sound. That's like a math core like screamo yeah. band. Yeah, like probably is a Christian band or something. <laughs> anyway, I don't think we've actually described what's going on. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's, that's what we call them. We're, we're doing a tease. This is what Opie and Anthony does. This is, Howard, this is what Howard Stern does. Because like, the, the audience right now is in rapt attention. They don't right. know what I'm talking about. We keep going off on these tangents. And they're like, and wait, did they forget? But no, we didn't forget. I'm no, not didn't forget. Close. This is a very deliberate uh, technique to keep people listening and to make our show the best on the block. It's actually very skilled and very seldomly pulled off as well as you have just experienced it. We're true masters of this form. Even though we're new to it, I mean, I think like we can review. Oh, God. Hey, right. no one saw that. It's okay, good. it's a weed lollipop. <laughs> it's a lollipop with a THC in it. And I dropped it on the floor just now, and that's why I stopped talking. But now I'm going to put it in my mouth. Probably for the best, because it is apparently slippery. But it tastes like a regular very pop. Oh, this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> uh, it's definitely feel, improved the quality so far. Be, I think it'll be really good for the show. Cause I think so. Once it starts to kick in, yeah. I mean, anything will happen. Well, also one what? of the one of the complaints uh, that I found from the Tumblr feedback uh-huh. was that people were saying that you were too articulate, and it sounded like you needed to put something in your mouth to kind of your your words are very mm. sharp and calculated, and they're like, can you dull that a little bit? Like, can you make that corner a little bit more rounded? And so I think it's perfect because I wasn't going to say anything because it's kind of critical of you, but this uh-huh. lollipop I think it's going to satisfy like I don't know eight to nine percent of the total feedback that we got. You're telling you're telling me people wrote to you on Tumblr Correct. saying that I needed to put something in my mouth. And you think that's okay? Well, they didn't say that per se, but it was implied in such a way, such a genteel way. It was constructive feedback. I mean, it was obviously from a fan who cares about the show, who wants to hear it blossom into its best form possible. They want to have every episode be better than the episode that they heard last week, and they don't ever want to have to worry about, uh, will this episode be as good as in no, last week, we consistent quality. That's what we're all about here. No, we're, we're not about consistent quality. We're about Ooh. we're about always ascending and going forward and going up even if it's only a small amount we're about we're we're a hill that never falls we're just always cresting i believe that's called a wave a wave a wave is a good do you want to hear an update on how i'm doing how are you doing i'm just putting just sucking on this weed lollipop real quick and uh surprisingly enough i am really really high already so there you have it yes yeah yeah (laughs) I, I, yeah, is it, I'm noticeably more stoned. Dude, it's it's only been like 45 seconds, I feel like. I didn't, I didn't start timing you, but... I don't know anything about chemistry, man, but... Dude, I think that this is what is referred to as the placebo effect. This is... No, I can't, I can't, I can't look anymore. It's not possible. Anymore. It's not possible. How is it not possible? Because... It's THC oil. It goes straight to your bloodstream. It doesn't go straight, no way. I no think way. I'm high right now. Because if that were true, if... Okay, so THC is fat-soluble, so that means that your body will bind it to fat, and then when the fat's metabolized, I guess that's the release of the actual ingredient. I am stoned as fuck, man. <laughs> you and your mama. <laughs> All right, I think we should, uh, we might need to resort to the lists here. I don't, I'm not talking about that list, man. You free-flowing now? No, I'm just kidding, I was doing a, I was doing a character. I don't like that character. <laughs> you made me a little anxious. Made you anxious? I felt like he was gonna destroy the quality of the show. I feel like we need to be very careful. We got it. <laughs> We need to preserve the quality of the show. I Look, think last episode, what was it called? Last episode was called Bad Podcast Fodder. And we need to endeavor to never 
Yeah, but we need to never have bad podcast father. I think what we had right there was golden. I think it was golden, but I think we need to be careful because, you know, fame is pitched at a nice edge. Yeah. And and appreciation and quality, all of the, the greatest things that we strive for, those things are the things that are easily, most easily toppled, <laughs> you know? Just look at Egypt, dude. Look at ancient Egypt. Or look at the Mayans and the Aztecs. Great civilizations easily toppled. Mm. The Sphinx easily toppled. The Sphinx? Leaning Tower of Pizza. Why do you think it's already leaning? Because it's easily toppled. Why doesn't somebody just push that thing over? You know? It's just like it's like the, the cousin that always did the same stupid shit and then he started doing it because people expected it. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's leaning today. I guess we should fix that. And 200 years go by. No, like, no. no it's supposed to be like that. <laughs> It's just, it's just a result of uh, some lazy asshole that refused to fix it. Yeah, they make up they all could, the shit. They're they like, couldn't organize. Uh, they couldn't organize enough townspeople to push right. one end of it. Right. And, and you know, because well, I mean, of the divisions between the religions, you know, right. Protestantism or whatever. Right. Right. Am I, think, am I thinking of two different time periods? Or what? I actually don't know when that building was constructed. Uh, wasn't it a gift from America? That was the Statue of Liberty. That was a gift from France to America. To look, uh, excuse me, to to America. And look at it now. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's still there, man. Oh, it's still there? Wait, the Statue of Liberty? I thought Godzilla destroyed it. No, no, that was a movie, dude. Oh, okay. I told you it's really bad to watch, like, futuristic... So, oh. Yeah, you can't watch the news, like, picture-picture, like, you got the news and then you got, like, some science fiction movie, because then you're like, wait, which one's which? Wait, wait, the aliens have arrived and I'm watching some boring like, movie over here? It's like a good documentary? No, no, you got them switched. I mean, like... If that's true, are you telling me, like, Will Smith isn't actually the last person on Earth? Oh, well, shit. Uh, I guess if I was... I guess if I was watching it, then... Yeah. Obviously, he's Dude, not the last person. you ever heard of a philosopher named Descartes? Huh? You ever heard of a philosopher named Descartes? Descartes. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't see... He, isn't he the guy who said, I think, therefore I am? Cogito ergo sum, actually, in the original Latin. But yeah, man, that's that was his whole point. He was watching that same Will Smith movie... And he was like, wow, I can't believe I'm getting this report that Will Smith is the last person on Earth. And then he was like, wait a second. <laughs> Cognitory would assume, right? Yeah. And then he was like, he refuted the movie. That's why he was, so that was his great contribution to Western philosophy, was that he actually refuted I Am Legend. And people didn't think that, would be, that, that wasn't possible before, you know, 1794. It was like, you know, 200 years before the movie was even, like, made. Right. But it's just like Nostradamus, it's just like... Uh, Natchitio Khan, it's just like uh, Delphi Alfonso, it's just like all these people, just they, the luminaries of their time, you know? Oh they, god, I love that band, you know? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm in love with you, you're in love with me, oh my sweet, hi. I think everyone knows that song. Come on, that was, I got my first kiss <clears throat> on that song, come on. You got your first kiss to that <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I was young, it was good at the time. It was good enough, come on. Bro, you might not want to tell anybody that. I'm, I thought I was just telling you. <laughs> Not anymore, man. I, I know that. Be- thing. Beaming this out to. No, all- I know that's true, but I mean, I was just. I, you're the only one in the room who can make me feel embarrassed right now. <laughs> Did it work? Well, yeah, I feel embarrassed. So, yeah. I feel embarrassed, man. We all, we all do stupid stuff sometimes. Not me, though, dude. I got my dick caught in a zipper when I was uh, on a date. I've never done that. Thank oh, God. wait. That was a movie. I'm like, that was. There's something about Sarah, right? Uh, there's some, it's called Something About Mara. Mara. Like Bone Mara. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bone marrow transplant. 
This is getting so silly. Well, I have a list. <laughs> okay, I want to see. I want to see the list. We could do this forever, man. Yeah, we could do this forever. Uh, just getting. Uh, we're trying to work it out, everybody. So should the show be silly or should we be more? You know, I don't know what we need to ask them because it doesn't matter. We're not. Gonna, if someone gave us feedback, I'm not going to be thinking about that when we're actually recording because that would just fuck up whatever we got. Because we'd be thinking, oh, we have to be funny here. Oh, yeah. we have to be serious here. No, no. I'm sorry, this isn't a democracy. You listen or you don't. And I think that you know. Amen to that, man. Yeah. Give you a standing ovation right now. Thanks, dude. It's nothing better than having the same person who just insulted you uh, applaud you to make you feel good. I feel neutral. <laughs> I feel neutral, which is good. It's called uh, it's called uh, power dynamics. Right. Are you familiar with um, the Thirty Shades of Dr. Gray, or what's that book called? Uh, Fifty Shades. Shades of Gray. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's that's the kind of what I'm running on you right now. Okay, gotcha. It's a it's a form of seduction. Oh, uh, it's working. Yeah, I'm here. I can't. I biked all the way here, man. That's like eight miles. So um, I was thinking, should should I like read out all the things that I wrote down and then see which ones you want to talk about, or should I pick? Just just talk, man. Just like segue into it, and then like, okay. And then if it doesn't work, we can. Well, I was curious. Yeah, this is a natural segue, and it was one I wrote down anyway. But yeah. it was just recently Thanksgiving. So did yeah. you do anything? Hey, I was going to ask you the same. I had the same thing written on my list. Everyone knows that's <laughs> classic. You ask about things that are topical, and what's more topical than a national holiday? I, I, I had a I had a pretty good Thanksgiving. That's um, right. I did too. Um, there, yeah. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. I went to uh, my dad's house. You know, I had some turkey. Hey, did you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, down with dad. Huh? Like my brother was in town. I got my Ooh. bro. Was he at your dad's house too? Yeah, yeah. They came and picked me up. My brother has a huge truck. You know, mm. huge fucking truck that he just bought. Um, yeah, you know, ate some. Got really, uh, you know, ate a lot of turkey. Mm-hmm. Got a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, took a nap for a couple hours on the, the thing, and then I had to go to work. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was so lame. I had to go to work at 10 p.m. That sucks, man. How was I worked it? until 4. Dang. I made, uh, I don't know how much money I made. It wasn't that much. Were the, so there wasn't much turnout? No, no. That's but last night was the slowest night I've ever worked, for sure. I only made 50 bucks, though. Whoa. But that's, I, it should be like twice that. It's not that, I mean, I, I worked, uh, worked like, you know... Four or five hours mm-hmm. and make 50 bucks. So 10 bucks an hour, basically. Yeah, but that fucking sucks, you know? As a server, you should make, like, way more than that. You should make, like, at least 20 bucks an hour if it's busy. Yeah. I sometimes make, like, close to 30 bucks an hour. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. That, that kind of segues into another thing that I had written down. It uh, was based on a conversation that we had when we first met up a couple weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. when you were having that show at 529. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned that you... I was talking about how I work, you know, the forty-eight or the forty-hour work week, yeah. and I, I'm working from eight to four every day. And I was like talking to you about how I can try to get you, a, or not get you a job, but I was telling you that it was a cool place to work. Yeah. And so uh, I thought it was really interesting that you said you didn't want a forty-hour work week. Yeah. No, I don't. That's that's like I just don't. You know, if I can, if I can make enough money, and by working three days a week, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not work most of the time, so I can do. Really, so I can do open mics as much as I want. Because mm-hmm. I've been doing all kinds of open mics around town. Catch me at uh, Bone Lake Barbecue. Catch me at Speakeasy at Vesuvius. Catch me at the local on Tuesdays. Catch me at Mammal Gallery. You can catch me at the Laughing Skull Lounge. I killed there last week. I'm really killing in this comedy game. I mean, that's not funny, but but I did. I want to talk about how I, I really bombed so bad at that. At that <laughs> speaking of that five two nine show, yeah, it's working very well, man. I had it written on my list about. Talking about the five two nine show, I snuck a glance at your list. Man, I was oh, so it's like so it's maybe intentional. It could be intentional. 
Okay. Well, let's we'll see how the next topic unfolds. You'll never tell, will you? I won't tell. You it's got that mischievous smirk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go over here, palsy now. Well, you know, palsy here, Fred's there. But that's all good. Shout out to Walter Jr. Uh, sh- I really bombed. I was trying out some some new stuff, some stuff about my job. See, mm-hmm. it all connects. Mm-hmm. Um, told a joke about how, and this is a true story. One time, um, I was really busy, and I had to make a milkshake. I had to go to the back and make a milkshake for this table. And while I was in the back making a milkshake, uh, apparently, and the, se- the security guard relayed this to me, the girl sitting at the table was like, uh, I'm just going to pull my tits out, you know. Um, and then she did, and she, had, she just like, pulled her top down and she had her tits out and her friends were laughing and stuff and like I, I brought her milkshake to her table and set it down in front of her didn't even notice that her breasts were out yeah and then walked outside for a cigarette you know just it was too routine of a, a thing and you didn't even pay attention to the details yeah the yeah, I, yeah 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 I, I was just kind of out of it because it was like really busy and shit yeah and I, I just I was thinking about the cigarette you know was this like a young attractive girl or was yeah this totally like, it's somebody weird. it's somebody that who's and of course like even if it wasn't, like, that's kind of an interesting, cool thing, right? It, I don't know if it would be... It's interesting under all circumstances. However, if the person was, like, old and drunk and, like, kind of pitiful, that would uh, not be cool. That would be, like, that would be gross. I don't remember what they looked like, but they were, like, our age, you know. Uh, so attractive. Yeah, sure. They had, the, they had the youthfulness. Yeah, totally. But anyway, like... Yeah, so I told a joke about that, and... Uh, How did you make that funny? <clears throat> that's the thing. I didn't figure out a way to make it funny. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that... Oh, how I made it funny was that I said, uh, "Well, my my the biggest the biggest joke that I the biggest laugh that I got mm-hmm. uh, during those four minutes was when I said uh, I told that whole thing that I just told you, but kind of in a punchier way." Yeah. And then I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna tell a joke about that, but I decided not to," and then everybody laughed. Oh, yeah. okay. I just, I just thought of that. So you, you told the story, and then you self-consciously said, "There's no ending. There's no the punchline." Pretty much, yeah. And then that was the funny part. I guess. Okay. But then. Uh, but then I, but the funny part, the second part of it is that, like, I say, like, you know, I felt like the lamest person in the entire world. Like, I've become a robot. Like, I can't believe I'm sewing in my job. I'm such a lame, like, dork, you know? I didn't even notice naked breasts. I felt like the lamest person in the whole world until I went to the next table and asked the guy if he wanted a refill of his Diet Coke, which would have been his second. And he said, uh, no thanks. I don't want to be up all night. <laughs> yeah, that puts things in perspective. Yeah. And I just talked, and I just, um, I was supposed to say, I was so nervous, man. Uh-huh. I, get, I get so nervous at 529, I don't know why. And can I um, ask, because uh, yeah. I watched you there, and I saw Anne-Marie too, and yeah. uh, it was really cool to see Anne-Marie, because I've definitely never seen her up in front of the crowd, but I mean, I, I can fantasize about doing something like open mic night or something, but I would be horrified, like the feelings I would feel before going on stage, I would, really? it'd be so hard not to blank. It'd be so hard. I just keep a piece of paper. The paper is the only thing I need. But like, I would, I'd be so, it'd be like that struggle between wanting to get it over with so you can get off stage so you stop feeling nervous. And then, but also it's like supposed to be a stage art that you're supposed to like put yourself into. And like, that's the funny part if you do it right. And it'd be so hard not to, it'd be hard to overcome that feeling of immense fear and judgment, I guess. I just I just love performing. It's like really easy. Yeah. And like it's You've something been doing I've, it for a while. It's something I've always enjoyed doing and like I'd yeah. say the hardest part about doing stand up is like learning to kind of rush through your jokes. Mm. Like that all that, that whole joke I just told, it's it's not funny because it's I it takes too long to explain. <laughs> and a lot of my recent concepts, like there's a lot of things that I have to say to set up the idea of the joke. Right. 
And so I can't really use them like during open mics because I give five minutes. So five minutes at the most. I see. So someone like George Carlin, who has impressively long jokes, or that are really just social commentary with a lot of cussing. Like, do you think that he's he can do that on stage because yeah. he's a master now? Anybody, anybody, anybody that's a comedian knows how to do five minutes because that's how everybody starts in right. comedy. You know. So George Carlin would have his material when he first started would be nothing like the stuff that I know well. Like his first I jokes were probably like. Well, I mean, he started at the beginning of comedy. I have no idea if they had like a comedy scene back in back then and stuff. He like started during like vaudeville and shit, or not? I don't know what's vaudeville. It's called vaudeville. You know, he like on black and white TV, and he like wore a suit and stuff, yeah, and like yeah. made goofy faces, like Johnny Carson, and, yeah, sure. like Jerry Lewis or some shit. What is name in old people now? Yeah, Jerry Lewis. George Carlin is the man, though. He what, is. What were we talking about? Uh, you were talking, five two nine. Yeah, comedy in general. Which actually, another thing I wrote down was to talk about podcasts that we like, but yeah. uh, that segues into the Joe Rogan show. Just recently had a show that was actually about. Uh, comedy. I'm gonna put this lollipop back in my mouth. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, it wasn't really that good of an episode, uh, or at least it wasn't as engaging to me. It wasn't a bad episode. I mean, I listened to the whole thing. It was like three hours long, but it was this guy from like some university. I don't remember which one, and he was basically uh, a professor of comedy, or like he studied comedy in a scientific kind of perspective and like doing tests and stuff to see what's funny why things are funny what how funniness varies from culture to culture and like he's trying to create like a system to rate humor and rate comedians and it was weird because he would say like one of his theories and it'd be like really abstract and like really well thought out and and connected but then joe rogan would would raise like one small point and then it it would shatter the whole theory like uh, one example was uh this guy was explaining one of his theories, and it seemed to basically describe if you were to think about like a stand-up special in a intellectual way. Intellectual way, he was sort of like breaking down elements to what made uh, any given stand-up thing successful versus uh, unsuccessful, and he would break down the elements that made it succeed or fail. And then Joe, Joe Rogan was like, well, then how does this explain something like uh, Mitch Hedberg or something? Yeah, right, 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 right. I've seen this. You saw that yeah. guy? I think so, yeah. I mean, it was just recently released. Like, it was uh, the second to last episode. So it was, like, released uh, last week, probably. He's, he's talk, he talks about how people can't be... Well, uh, say that again? The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Wait, start, start over, start over. I'm going to have to do a paraphrasing. Okay, this is, this is Weekend Review. This is Weekend Review. All right. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. Um, I, my girlfriend and I didn't really do anything special. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day itself, uh, we didn't do anything at all. Like, no, we we did stuff, but it was we treated it like a Saturday rather than like a holiday. We didn't have a specific meal or anything like that. I think she actually ate breadsticks, cold breadsticks for dinner. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I made I made some food. I'm happy to share it with you. And she was like, no, I think I'll just eat this. And not because my food didn't taste good, but I think uh, uh, no, no, dude, my cooking is one of my greatest joys these days. Doesn't mean you're good at it. That's true. Playing basketball is my greatest joy, but I suck at it. Point well taken. I'm no I'm no Michael Johnson. No, definitely not. What's the guy? Michael Jordan. Magic Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Jackson. Close enough. Um. Huh. Anyways, his, his Jackson wasn't so magic after all, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> there were no protective powers to it. That's for sure. <laughs> Up top with that one. 
All right. Um, I'd like to apologize for the, uh, the insensitive jokes we just made. Um, we do we do make contributions every year. We take a third of what the pro- what the podcast makes, and we do donate that to charity. Mm-hmm. However, this law and this rule for us was only recently instated as of a few seconds ago, and we haven't actually gotten to tax season yet or made any income. So right. though we have donated nothing, it is a fraction. It is a fraction is. of what we have actually made. And you need to you need to think about that because you know you think you you listen to us, you funny funny ha ha kind of thing. You listen and you're like, these guys are great. You I, think it's a joke. You do think it's a joke. And that's the problem because we're, we're pretty serious here. I mean, yes, we have the facade of two guys who just like to get together and talk. But you think this is like some kind of stoner, funny, goof-off hour, you know? No. This is too a bu- drunk idiots. No, this is a business. And we treat it like a business. It's just a business of having fun. And, you know, we have, we have a QuickBook account. Uh, you just invested in the Microsoft Office suite so we can get some tabulation done. I just bought a new calculator. I mean, this is serious. This is not a joke. This is not a hobby. I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I think if you don't, it's well, it's like this, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like this, okay? We, we're we're entrepreneurs, yeah, in the same sense. Venture capitalists, really. In, in the same in the same sense uh, that uh, Daniel Plainview, mm-hmm. you know, from There Will Be Blood, right, uh, uh, was an oil man. Right. We are podcast men. Right. And our business is podcasts, right? And we're mining mm-hmm. the earth yes. for oil, right? But our oil, oil of the brain, is podcasts. Yes, yeah. oil of the podcast. See what I mean? Yeah, and what the French would call pas de la oil, mm-hmm. right? A pas de la oil. Pas de castoire. Yeah, pas de castoire. Pas de castoire. Uh, oh, go go ahead, man. I just I just think that's I just I was going to reiterate the point just because I do think it's really important to take into consideration because it's just you know you gotta show respect and we we respect the fact that respect has to be shown and so respect will be given that's just I mean that's just the way it is that's just plain cut plain field plain view all of it this view we can review it's back it's here uh, I kind of wanted Go to ahead. turn the tables real quick to something a little bit more serious because I've been thinking about whether or not we should talk about this on the podcast because I mean it's relevant but it's not something that I was like I didn't have like a personal investment in like talking about with anyone else. Maybe just thinking about it in my spare time. Sorry, is my shooting really well? You shoot well? No, no but matter. it's probably not going to be great. Whatever your response may be, it'll be done soon. It'll it'll be, be, yeah, if eating, I'm almost done with this granola. Eating bar. eventually ends. Yeah, one way or another. Not for me, man. <laughs> well, my life is a constant snack attack. Let's just say that the doors aren't getting any wider. Hmm. Um, never, never leaving this place. Yeah, for real. Not by choice. Yeah. Uh, but briefly, I wanted to touch on the Bill Cosby thing. Okay. Because it's it's uh, big enough to where you can't really get away from it now. Like they mentioned it. If you listen to news, if you listen to anything that has even a touch of popular culture influence in it, I feel like it's it's just inescapable. And it's it, I was like at Target and Walmart uh, over the, I guess, Thanksgiving break time. And Bill Cosby's like all over the newspapers and stuff. And he looks awful so mm-hmm. at first at first when I I guess I'll give my impression first while you finish but Go like when I initially heard about it I kind of just believed it was true just because by virtue of the fact I guess that it was such it was being so loudly pronounced um, and there were so many people who were involved that to me I feel like when something reaches sort of a, a terminal point like that where uh, no one's worried anymore about like letting the cat out of the bag. They're all just kind of discussing it. I mean, this is like the destruction of a man 
publicly. His reputation, and it's yeah. it's not even so much that his reputation. Well, no, it's it's the special part is that his reputation has always been to be so clean. And yeah, so, he's like a national treasure, you know, Bill Cosby. Yeah. And today, I heard on the news that he actually like stepped down from the board of committee for whatever university he graduated from or something. Yeah, to distance himself. But I was I was thinking because I don't. I just like I said, I heard about it everywhere, so I was like, there's got to be a morsel of truth to this. Uh, even if it's being somewhat blown out of proportion, but uh, I, I kind of did a little bit more research and actually watched some clips of the View, yeah, and uh, which I thought was a pretty good source because it's it's interesting. It's one thing to have common people talk about the stuff that's going on with famous people, but it's another thing entirely to have famous people who know what that lifestyle is like talking about another famous person, and and you kind of get the perspective of like they know what it would be like to be in the news for something bad because they know what it's like to be in the news, period. Yeah. And, like, Whoopi, Bo- Whoopi, yeah, Whoopi Bulberg. Whoopi Bulberg was there. <laughs> and so was... Uh, Whoopi Bulberg. What, what is... Uh, what's her name? Barbara Crap. Walters. No, it wasn't Barbara Walters. Uh, Sherry Shepard. No, who's the... Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell? She was on there as well. And really? that was, yeah. This was a long... This, I mean, she hasn't been on the show long. She might have been. She might have been a guest or something. She was I there. don't know, man. There's some bad blood between her and uh, the producers, I believe. Well, maybe there's new producers because Whoopi Goldberg is the only original person, as far as I'm. She wasn't. No, she wasn't the original person. But no, like when I say original, I mean like the people who were the real originals aren't there anymore. And Whoopi Goldberg, as a new person with the originals, is the only one of the originals that's still on the the panel that sits there. What I'm telling you is, I think Joy Behar was also there the whole time. I don't know who Joy Behar. She's the lady, the funny lady that has like red hair. It's like super cool. there was no one with red hair in this. Oh, she's, maybe she's not on the show anymore. There was a dark-haired lady, and there was a blonde, and then there was Rosie O'Donnell, and there was Whoopi. The fucking view. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my whole point. Good. My whole point was that Whoopi Goldberg was saying that she has had experiences in the past when she was in the newspaper, and apparently she got arrested for some kind of felony, and so did uh, Rosie O'Donnell mention that. Who's that woman from Wait Wait Don't Tell Me? I always forget her name. Morocco. That's not her. <laughs> Paula, Paula Poundstone. Yeah, yeah. She apparently was arrested as well and charged with a felony of like child endangerment or something like that. Something like very kind of sketchy that would probably be a career ender for anyone in a position that's not publicly renowned. I yeah. think celebrities. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. She had some controversy. Yeah, and it was kind of bizarre, but. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg were very skeptical, and I admired their skepticism because I had just kind of believed it. And I was like, yeah, that's really unfortunate. They were skeptical about whether or not whether or not were false the allegations. allegations. Right, because apparently, obviously, this isn't the first time Bill Cosby's been accused of this. Uh, I guess that was Hannibal Burris's point. Just yeah, exactly. No, that's that's yeah, that's why it came to light. It's because right. like that stuff was already public knowledge, just that nobody talked about. Like twenty years ago. Yeah, and, like, and so as soon as he mentioned that, it created like. I guess it did start from him. Isn't that crazy? It did start from him. That everyone, it's like that's the that's the point where the earthquake erupted, definitely. Because he, uh, anytime any reporter would mention the story, they'd be like, "Now made famous allegations by comedian Hannibal Burris have come yeah. to light." And it's man, like, and he just said it like at a at a club, like it wasn't even recording it or anything. He was it saying was like he quoted. said that he had been saying that joke for three months before oh, really? anything like blew up. So I guess the wrong person or the right person heard it at the right or wrong time and just like I don't know, did their homework and I don't know what happened. The internet is a crazy thing. It is a crazy thing, but it's it's also there's this uh, Associated Press interview of Bill Cosby that I would recommend 
everyone who's interested in this story watch. It's like, it's very bizarre. And I first heard about it on the Joe Rogan show. Uh, but basically there was this interview with Bill Cosby and his wife, um, who is, she's like bald. It's a very weird, very weird look. <laughs> like Bill Cosby's bald and his wife is bald. It's like, yeah. if you were to see it's them, cute. it's kind of cute, but then it's like, it makes you kind of think, man, is everyone bald? <laughs> um, anyway, maybe that's just me. So, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Um, but it was just very bizarre because he, he was, uh, the interviewer was like, He's like, you know, sorry, I have to mention this. You know, my producer asked me to, but there are, you know, allegations that have resurfaced recently. And Bill Cosby just like immediately just cut off like guillotine to him. He was like, we're not going to talk about that. Well, I'll tell you, I think it's because he reached settlements with with the people that accused him of rape. Right. And uh, part of the settlement was that he could not talk about it publicly. Mm -hmm. So he cannot legally talk about any of those allegations. I haven't heard that point. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, that that's why he hasn't commented on it and stuff. Hmm. I mean, also, I mean, I think his his like uh, he posted something on his website. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see. Hey, maybe we can pull it up. Give us one second. Two weeks with unsubstantiated, fantastical stories about things they say occurred thirty, forty, or even fifty years ago has have escalated far past the point of absurdity. These brand new claims about. Alleged decades-old events are becoming increasingly ridiculous and it's completely illogical that so many people would have said nothing, done nothing, and made no reports to law enforcement or assorted civil claims that they thought they'd been assaulted over a span of so many years. Uh... Lawsuits are filed against people in the public eye every day. There has never been a shortage of lawyers willing to represent people with claims against rich, rich, powerful men, so it makes no sense that... People, People can read this online. Yeah. That's true. I was just actually just trying to see what the lawyers say because I need, I think a little bit more perspective on the incident would be good for me just in terms of my understanding of what's happened and what's not. He's like just basically denying everything and saying like, uh, blah, 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 it's long past time for this media vilification of Mr. Cosby to stop. Uh, it's a it's an unprecedented example of the media's breakneck rush to run stories without any corroboration or adherence to traditional journalistic standards. Is that true, I wonder? Huh? I wonder if that's true. Uh, I guess they are just reporting about it without. No, them. yeah, of course, of course. People yeah. people will pick up on any buzz story and just like anything that gets a lot of clicks and stuff. Uh, people's lives are destroyed because of it. But I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't want to talk in defense of somebody who might be a rapist. I don't know what to say about that. That shit ain't cool, man. Right. And I think like anybody that's saying like, you know, <clears throat> you hear about how Shia LaBeouf was uh, raped during his uh, MoMA um, thing. He did. He did. What? He did this um, performance art piece where he was in. Uh, glass room. How old was he? How old is he now? No, how old was he when this happened? This happened like last year. What? I don't know. Yeah, he did. He, you know, he did like performance art piece where he's at the Museum of Modern Art and he like uh, was in a glass room with a bag on his head, paper bag on his head that said, I'm not famous anymore. And people were invited to come in and like <clears throat> talk to him or do, they said, uh, do whatever they wanted. And like uh, some woman came in and like, uh, he says raped, raped him. What? In front of the whole line of people and stuff. Um, and you know it's because it's, it's a glass box and like, but part of part of the performance was that he can't say anything or do anything. You know, um, sounds like a publicity piece to me. That doesn't sound real. See, that's fucked up, man. I mean, if he actually got raped, then what is with all these people like trying to well, what, justify he, that or trying to say like up? he's lying or like if he's saying he got raped, then like why how why is it so easy to say that a man is lying when they say they got oh, raped? Oh, I don't think that that's because he's a man. I think it it I mean. If, if you were in that kind of situation, 
you would fight like hell just as a natural instinct. Even if you were a committed artist, I think that there's a point, and it's why torture works when you're like in a war situation. But it's I'm like, there's I'm a, a different person. Point. No, you can't know what kind of person you are in that situation until you're in that situation. I feel like your fight or flight mentality that you would get into would be so strong and so deep, you wouldn't have a choice to act the way you did. Like if you, you're saying you're you're kind of like saying that people who are raped are like cowardly or something. No, right? no, because they didn't fight back. No, I'm not saying that at all. Not at all. Not, not even a single bit. What I'm saying is that if Shia LaBeouf was really raped in public, then I don't, like, rape is, is an act that occurs without consent and without willingness. And part of that is struggle. I mean, the opposite of consent is struggle and, like, resistance. And if you're being raped, you're resisting a lot. And even if you were, like I said, a you're saying he was com- being, he's complicitly accepting getting raped. Because no, I'm saying struggle. I think it was, I think, it, I think, Unless he is some extreme psychopath who is able to completely deny the most basic, like literally the most basic of human instincts, which is like fear of bodily harm and death. Like, unless he's able to do that, which I don't think anyone really is when it comes down to it, like if you're being violated, uh, then I think it has to be some sort of a stunt because he wants attention for some reason. Will they come to a conclusion about Shia LaBeouf and whether or not he was raped? or whether or not he was not raped. And will they get the microphone fixed? Find out next week on Weekend Review. Thank you very much. Weekend Review. Review.